Did Don Draper really buy the world a Coke? Did Tony Soprano really die or just order more onion rings? The finales of our favorite shows can make us argue, make us cry, and make us crazy. From Spotify and The Ringer, I'm Andy Greenwald, and this is Stick the Landing, a new podcast where we'll be telling the story of modern TV backwards, one fade out at a time. Find Stick the Landing on Wednesdays on the Prestige TV feed, on Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of The Town is brought to you by FX's The Bear, starring Jeremy Allen White, Ayo Adebri, and Eben Moss Backrack. Season two follows as the crew work to transform their grimy sandwich joint into a next level spot. It turns out the only thing harder than running a restaurant is opening a new one. Television Academy members can watch all episodes at fxnetworks.com slash FYC. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. It is Monday, January 22nd. 2024 is going to be a truly fascinating year at the box office. Thanks to the strikes, some of the issues plaguing the biggest franchises. We're looking at you, Marvel, and you, Tom Cruise. We've got a lineup of potential blockbusters that doesn't look quite like the lineup that Hollywood has put forward in recent years. A lot of weaknesses, at least on paper. Some of the pretty big holes in the calendar. Zero Marvel MCU movies, though there's a Deadpool 3, the first Deadpool made under Disney. There are zero DC Universe films, though there's Joker 2, the first one made a billion dollars. This one has Lady Gaga. Both of those are rated R, though. There's a Despicable Me and a Lion King prequel, plus an adaptation of Wicked that I think will be big. Still, a lot of sequels and kind of B-plus level pre-branded IP. Dune, Beetlejuice, Gladiator, Bad Boys, Kung Fu Panda, Ghostbusters, Sonic the Hedgehog. Solid, but fewer of these so-called sure things. And there's a chance that nothing gets to a billion dollars worldwide this year, though I think that's a little pessimistic. Still, judging by last year's box office, there's kind of no such thing as a sure thing anymore, which makes our box office draft a lot more challenging. Today's draft day. Lucas Shaw and producer Craig are here at Sundance in my very tasteful and responsibly priced condo. We've done our research, pulled our sources. Today, it's the 2024 box office draft. From The Ringer and Puck, I'm Matt Bellany, and this is The Town. All right, we are here at the Treasure Mountain Inn, a very lovely establishment, snowing a little bit. I've got Lucas Shaw from Bloomberg. Producer Craig is here. We are about to do our 2024 box office draft. Can we first just acknowledge that I won the last one again? What do you mean again? No, meaning or just acknowledge, just again, acknowledge that it you again. Won. Yeah, I mean, I think there was a there was a little bit of hate towards some of my picks. My initial Little Mermaid didn't work out. Um, you know, I had. 
Mission Impossible. That didn't work out. So I think you, you had, always fade the public with gambling. You had a couple things going for you. I picked two DC movies and I gave you Oppenheimer. Yeah. You giving and I had Barbie. But Barbie and Super Mario Brothers just cancel each other out. Right. That was you giving me Oppenheimer really was the gift of the year. <laughs> so I'm gonna thank you. I'm gonna thank you again for that. All right. So we are gonna go over the rules here. The rules are you and I go back and forth. We pick five movies that are coming out in 2024. We are going off the schedule as we know it right now. So if additional movies are added, there's rumors about, you know, a Pixar movie coming in later in the year. There's all sorts of rumors. It's what we know right now. Uh, we will each pick five. And then after that, we will each give each other a movie. So we are trying to bet on which movie might be a bomb. And that movie that we pick has to have a budget of over, what is it, 100 million or 75? We're going to lower it to 75. Okay, we're lowering it to 75. We've got a couple of franchise movies yeah. that are in the 75 to 100 yes. sweet spot. This is, this, is, this is the Sony rule that we are enacting because <laughs> Sony does not spend as much money on their superhero or IP-driven movies. So we are lowering the bar to 75 million so we can pick one as a potential bomb. And uh, the goal, just to remind people, is to gross the most money against the production budget of the films yes. that you draft. When you pick a movie, you pick the worldwide box office and you also pick the production budget, which we think we know now, but We'll revise it if we get a better action. I also think we learned last mm -hmm. year that the budget don't actually matter that much. Because we're not doing the, like, studio only takes 50%. The difference of $100 billion in budget is much less than the, the, if a movie makes 500 versus 800. It just matters more. True. Although there's a, there's a discrepancy that may become relevant as we go. And the winner, of course, this last year, I won a, a, a game... This last year, I won Dodger tickets. Uh, Lucas has to take me to a Dodger game this season. What are we betting on this year? Craig, you decide. I, I, we could stick with LA Sports and do do an NBA game, Clippers or or Lakers. We could go to a nice dinner somewhere. Uh, we will leave that up to you. You get to decide. Oh, I'm going regardless. Okay. So yeah, the, all right, the Dodger yeah. game, the Laker game. I know. Maybe Lakers, maybe a nice dinner. I think uh, the, the, the dinners would be a lot cheaper. Probably, yeah. But uh, mm. I, I don't care because I'm going to win again. So, <laughs> all right. Let's start this off. We're going to do a toss-up question from Craig to determine who gets a coveted first pick. Yes, and the person who gets second pick will then get first choice to deliver the bomb okay. to their opponent. That's fair. Um, okay, the trivia question is, so obviously, much like last year, the goal here is to try and find the billion-dollar movie of 2024. So my question is, how many movies have grossed over $1 billion? Ever. Ever. Not adjusted for inflation? No. Oh, wow. Okay, so is this Price is Right style? No, we're going to both say the answer at the exact same time. I'll give you guys a couple seconds to, to come up with an answer. Okay. I'm going to get this wrong. But... One, two, three, four. 22. You said 40. You said Matt said 22. The answer yeah. is 53. Oh, Woo! damn it. Wow. I'll All right. have you note that even if I lost the box <laughs> office draft, I've now won trivia two years ago. <laughs> yeah, this is taking a turn. All right. Uh, so you get first pick. Uh, I have first opportunity to deliver you a bomb, but you get I your think first that's pick. more fun that way because you're better with the bombs than I am. Okay. Go um, ahead. I'm going to stick with the horse that brought me last year. Um, I took Super Mario Brothers. It worked out. Um, Illumination makes very good, very Damn dependable, it. and budget-friendly movies. Despicable Me 4, coming off the success of Minions, just feels like a slam dunk. Ugh, and... I'm so bummed. <laughs> I'm so bummed. I should have cheated. <laughs> I'm so, yeah, I mean, th this year to me, it's Despicable Me 4 and then everything else. The last one did a billion dollars in 2017. It's coming out uh, the 4th of July weekend. Minions, The Rise of Gru did 940 in 2022. They had a boost from TikTok, which I'm sure Universal is already seeding with uh, Despicable Me stuff. So, yeah, that's a pretty safe bet. 
because we've seen a lot of franchises, and we'll talk about this with other movies, suffer in the last couple of years that didn't execute. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen it as much with animated because kids seem more loyal to those than some of the other things we're about Yep, to. I totally get it. Uh, I'm very jealous. Okay, my first pick, I'm going to go with Deadpool 3. I made some mistakes last year betting on Disney with Little Mermaid and with Wish. Um, and uh, I, I just think that Deadpool 3, it got the release date was pushed from May to July 26, which is a little bit concerning, but Barbie and Oppenheimer were released around then. I think that Sean Levy is directing. He's a very commercial director. Ryan Reynolds has a lot of goodwill. Hugh Jackman's in it. The last one did almost $800 million in 2018. This is the first one Disney is releasing. I think there will be superhero pent-up demand for an A-list kind of uh, superhero experience by then. And I'm going for it. Deadpool 3. I, Don't I, let me down, Ryan Reynolds. I think this is the no-brainer number two pick. You I think so? I do. Okay. It's the first two have both done, I think, in this like almost $800 million range. Even though it's R-rated. Even though it's R-rated, but it's not a franchise that people seem to be as tired of. Ryan Reynolds, just everything that the guy touches for the most part seems to work. There's no other Marvel content except for the and Sony if stuff. You look at the schedule, which is the other thing. It's a little dangerous to do this. But it comes out in late July, mm -hmm. and August is usually a pretty slow time for new movies. And other than, I think there's a there's like a you know a horror movie or two that could do well, but there's not much else in August. So it could go, unless the movie before it, Twisters, like becomes a surprise hit. There's really no risk for Deadpool. All right, so we got our top picks. Let's go to you for your second pick. I am gonna stay with kids want to go to movies. Ooh, and do Inside Out too. Oh, interesting. Um, I'm probably taking it too early, and maybe this is me biased because I loved the first one so much. Everyone did. But I think the the first it's it's one of those franchises that feels fresh. And I do think that Pixar, which has had a really rough stretch, is gonna th this one will deliver. They cleared the deck, they got rid of the other Pixar movie, Elio, that was supposed to come out this year, and they are putting all their eggs in this basket. I kind of agree with you. I think it's a little aggressive at number two. The first one did $858 million in 2015. Um, this one is not directed by Pete Docter. It's directed by someone named Kelsey Mann, who I am not familiar with. But, you know, I assume this is a franchise that Pete Docter, who runs Pixar, cares very much about. Uh, the initial materials look good. Amy Poehler's back. Uh, I think it's going to do well. I don't know if it's... Do you think it's going to get to a billion? No. But I think it I think it could easily repeat what it did before okay. in the eight hundred range. And the other the other two obvious movies, one of them I hated the first one so much I refused to pick it. And the other one I'm just banking on you not taking next. All right. Well so. don't don't get ahead of us. So uh <laughs> let's go to my number two choice. I am gonna I I guess this is risky, but not really, because I've I've now talked to a number of people who say this is gonna be the movie of the fall and the holiday season. I'm gonna take Wicked <sighs> Part One. Now, this is it's in two parts. Ariana Grande stars, um, and some guy that she may or may not have left her husband for. Is that right? Oh, yeah, confirmed. Ethan confirmed. Slater. Okay, all Shout right. Ethan Slater. Slater. Um, but the both movies are budgeted. I've I've seen almost 350 million for the two of them. So let's say 175 for the first part. Um, a lot. 
for an adaptation of a Broadway musical, but this is not any Broadway musical. This is a huge international phenomenon. They are putting a lot of money into this. They are, it's sort of giving it a Harry Potter feel. John M. Chu, the director, it's like a musical version of Wizard of Oz meets Harry Potter with a bunch of other sort of more modern touches thrown in. It's got the frozen aspect of the sisters. I think given what we saw last year with Barbie crossing over from what many people thought was a two quadrant movie into a four quadrant movie, I think we will see something similar with Wicked and it will be a billion dollar grocer. I think you're right. I probably should have. T- I didn't think you take Wicked that early. I thought I could get it with my next pick. Um, there are not a lot of movies of the big blockbusters where you would say that the initial audience for it is women which is, I think, the, the best case for Wicked. It, and also Ariana Grande is just, I think, such a magnetic star at this point that she'll bring in a lot of people. And now I'm totally screwed because I'm going to end up having to take a movie that I hate. Well, you don't have to take anything. <laughs> you, you can take Madam Web if you want. No, I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> um, we're now really, we're, we're now doing sequel, more sequels. Okay, that's fine. Do it. I'll take the next Joker movie. I, oh, I, I'm, I was going to take it. I hated the first one. Okay. It was one of the most visceral reactions I've had to a movie in recent memory. <laughs> and I really wanted you to take it, but it made more than a billion dollars. On a 60-something million dollar budget. And again, some of the risk of Deadpool, I believe it was R-rated. DC has been on a real cold streak. You believe the first one was R-rated? It was like hard R. <laughs> yes, like dudes getting shot in the face. But I, I, I think there's a lot of interest in Joaquin playing that character and the odds of them screwing that up again yes. are pretty low. It's got the incel audience just absolutely sewn in. And Lady Gaga's in it. I and mean, Lady Gaga's in it, I know. There will be a big curiosity factor, I think, with her. Uh, Todd Phillips rarely misses. And this one is way more expensive. I've heard 150, I've heard 160. So, you know, they're betting more on it, but it seems like a pretty safe bet. I am bummed you took that because I did not hate the first one. I thought it was fine. <laughs> not maybe not a rewatchable for me, but uh, I thought it was totally fine. And I think this one also around it, the other studios are sort of, you know, taking their releases. Other, away. You can tell mm-hmm. if you talked, I, I, I'm assuming Matt and I both talked to studio executives mm-hmm. before doing this. And if other studio executives are saying really good things about a rival studios movie, you know that they believe strongly in it. Mm-hmm. And Joker is definitely one of those where the other studios want yep. want no part. October 4th is the release date. That's similar to what they did with the first one. All right. So you took that. I'm going to pick something that I think is going to be maybe a little controversial just because we know nothing about it, but I'll give you my rationale. I'm going to pick Mufasa, the Lion King, which is a prequel to the Lion King, which this is a shocking stat to me because it seems like nobody I know saw this or talked about it. The John Favreau Lion King remake from 2019, it did $1.6 billion. And if this movie does half that, I think it's enough for a good showing for my number three pick. So I think, yeah, Lion King is, a, is again, super reliable franchise, even though we've seen the Disney live action animate or like kind of reinventions of their core animated movies struggle a little bit the last couple of years. That one feels foolproof. Um, and. Yeah, I think it's going to do well. I mean, the only question I have is the director is Barry Jenkins. Who is not no Love Barry Jenkins. Moonlight, amazing. But not exactly like commercial director. He's never made a movie that I think, or a TV show that you could consider commercial. Right. 
Um, and so, and you do have to wonder if Lion King is a franchise with another spin that people want. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm betting on really good director, one of the most beloved pieces of IP. And I've, if I had, I now think I should have taken Wicked second and made you take Joker after me. Oh, interesting. All right. Well, you're having second thoughts already. Right. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to your number four pick. I'm a believer in the Dune franchise. Oh, you are. Okay. I, I want to take it fifth, but I decided since I want it, I think this movie is going to be big. Chalamet has proven that with Wonka that he works at the box office. The promos for it look great. That part of this calendar, it's like the first blockbuster the of the first year. First of the year, yeah. And it's, it's, it's coming on March 1st. It might be a little too cerebral and weird to be like an $800, $900 million movie, but I think the first one cleared four during COVID, and this one I think is a surefire 600 plus. You think so? I think so. I could okay. be wrong. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to get a ton of IMAX which will help it. And uh, I was actually going to pick it if you didn't, because I do think the goodwill for Chalamet and Zendaya, who's like in it a lot more this time. Uh, Austin Butler's in it. Florence Pugh. I can't believe that movie made as much as it did considering it came out in 2021. And yeah. it was day and date on yeah. HBO Max. So was it? It was? It was. Remember yeah. that they had a whole freak out over it. You know, Denis Villeneuve is marquee filmmaker. I, I actually support that. I think you are onto something here you know high budget but i think they're gonna make a lot more than 400 million on this one yeah okay what do you got for me so my next one i'm sticking with the kids no <laughs> world here and i'm going with a movie that comes out a week after dune i'm gonna pick kung fu panda 4 and this is a little bit risky because some of these dreamworks franchises feel a little long in the tooth but the puss in boots sequel actually got you know, it started weak and then it ultimately ended up at more than 500. Kung Fu Panda, the last one did 521 in 2016. It just got a China release. Um, I think, weirdly, like Jack Black is a star for kids now after his song in the Super Mario movie. I'm going to pick Kung Fu Panda 4. That was the other one I was considering taking. So yes, we are, we're simpatico on this. I feel like three of the four picks are ones that I thought I was going to have on my team because you weren't going to take them. I did not have access to your picks in advance. Um, so I just want to say but that. But yeah, Kung Fu, the thing about Kung Fu Panda is it's a little bit old. Mm -hmm. in there hasn't been a new movie in seven, eight years. So you're yeah. betting that people care enough to come again. Yeah, they're also, but, but you're also but betting there's nothing else for kids. That's the other thing. I, yes, there is nothing for kids in the first half of the year. I think after Kung Fu Panda, you don't have anything until maybe Garfield in late May. You, you say that you say Garfield dismissively. No, I have no, no idea what to make of Garfield. Garfield will probably make two hundred to three hundred million. You think so? It'll it could. I mean, Chris Pratt, he is the go-to animation guy now. Um, but I do think Kung Fu Panda will do well, and you'll benefit from the fact that it'll get money in China that Universal will literally never see, but you get it for your total. Sure. So. Yes, but that's okay. Yeah, I'll take it, even if Universal doesn't. <laughs> um, all right. So that is my number four. Let's go to your number five. Now, here's where it gets really tough. Now I got no idea, to be honest, because I'm looking at it. I thought we did. There's a lot of movies out there that we have not picked yet. Yeah, we, but I there's think Furiosa, there's Bad Boys 4, there's Twisters, there's The Fall Guy, Godzilla, so, Kong. I think uh, Bad Boys 4, I love. None of those movies have ever topped like 300 million. No, the, the last one the last did one 426. Did, I stand corrected. 
Okay. It was I, the biggest hit of 2020. I love that. Although that has a pretty I, giant I, I, asterisk. It came on out it. in January. Yes. I love those. I love that franchise. I probably should take it. I refuse to roll with it. Furiosa is a huge question mark. Yeah. Um, there's Fury a, Road did 380 in it, 2015. And it seems like it did way more because mm-hmm. it like was such a big cultural. It got hit. like 10 Oscar noms. Um, but it wasn't. Um, and Anya Taylor Joy is not Charlize Theron. No. Um, there's one other animated movie along with, besides Garfield, which is Sonic, but that franchise is smaller. It's live action and animation, by the way. Yes. I've seen it. I've seen the first two many times. Um, and then there's a couple of fun sequels. I'm just talking this out with you. There's Gladiator, big question mark. I kind of love it, but, uh, are you asking me to pick for you? First one made 500. Yes. Um, in 2000. So that was a long time ago. And there's also, there's, and also one best picture. There's Beetlejuice 2. Yes. Could be a big hit. Uh, and there's what one thing we haven't talked about is a Planet of the Apes movie. Yeah. Which the last is, one did 500 million in 2017. Um, and then there's the one total roll of the dice, which is the John Krasinski Imaginary Friends, which I actually think is going to be a hit. But if you're, you're stalling now, please make I, a selection. Um, <laughs> I, well, no, I'm talking it through with you. I think I'm going to uh, take a big risk. <laughs> And take Gladiator 2. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, no. Is that your final answer? We haven't even talked about Fall Guy either. The I, Ryan Reynolds movie. That's in the opening of the summer slot, May 3rd. Budget's 180. It's untested material. Craig didn't even know it was I, based on a show. You sound like you really want Lucas to pick the Fall Guy. I don't, I'm not a believer in Fall Guy. Universal selling that this movie's going to work. That trailer is awful. There's, there's no part of me. Oh, that I like the trailer. It. There's no part But it of feels a little like movie. The Nice Guys, which did not work. Yeah, I don't, I don't want it that. It should movie. have. Great movie. Yeah. Um, it got buried by other movies that came out at the same time. No, I'm gonna. I take it back. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna take a risk with my friend John Krasinski. I'm gonna take oh! Ima- I'm gonna take Imaginary Friends. Okay. It's funny you say that. Like, we don't have any real, don't know anything about originals, it. kind of you know, well, non IP. And this I, is. Uh, this I was is going to suggest that we should have a category or or one of the five. It, it needs has to, to be, be original. It needs to be an original film. Maybe we can do that next year, or next we add year, a, yeah. or we add a sixth. And you have to pick why, an original. Why should we do that when Hollywood doesn't? I think it's fun. I think to try and find like an original that will take off and become okay. a new thing. All right. Well, maybe next year. Maybe next year. But you are you're taking. Isn't the official title if? If, if, if. And that's the first original taken off the board. Okay. It's going to be the only one. Matt's not taking it. And you know what? John Krasinski, talented director. Uh, I th- I see that movie getting to mid-200s, which, yeah. good for him, but not meaningful for this conversation. All right. My final pick, and I am also pretty torn here. I'm not going with Fall Guy. You know, good for Universal, spending this kind of money on Ryan, uh, Ryan Gosling. But... Um, <laughs> it's hard, right? <laughs> all right, fuck it. I'm going with Beetlejuice 2. I thought you were going to do that. You're all in on the Jen Ortega bandwagon. I, th- I think I Jen Ortega about matters. And the the only reason I didn't pick it earlier is because they gave it a September, September 6th yeah. release date, which to me screams like lowered expectations. However, the New Line movies have done okay there. Is this New Line or Warner's? I think it might be Warner's proper. That's what. But it's when it opened. It opened in early, and and uh, Marvel did well with the Shang Chi movie. Uh, it's you Warner know, Brothers. It's Warner's. So I think, I think it's going to do okay. I, I think, think the thing you have going for you is that that there's there's it's another like nostalgia play, mm-hmm. and you pair that with the Jenna Ortega. I, 
I, I and thought Winona that, Ryder, I, I definitely thought about Beetlejuice too, but it could also be terrible and totally flop. But who knows? Michael Keaton, people like him. Yeah. Um, got a great cast. It is. Catherine like, O'Hara, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm not feeling especially confident on that one. Maybe I should have gone with the Apes movie, but I just don't, I don't like those movies. I don't, I've never got I, it. I also feel like that fits into the tired franchises. A I little just, bit. Yeah. It feels a little desperate. But yeah. All right. So there we go. We've got our five picks. Now, the most important part of the uh, show, we are both picking one to give to the other. And mine, there was zero question of what I was giving you. Matt's always very confident in his bombs. I am giving you Horizon, an American (laughs) saga, part two. (laughs) I'm not giving you part one. As listeners know, this is the Kevin Costner directed, starring, produced, written by movie that uh, he's been working on. This is the reason he left Yellowstone or not invited back to Yellowstone. And it's being put into two parts that are coming out on June 28th and on August 2nd. Giving him the second one is a stroke of genius. I, I, <laughs> I think the first one may do okay. Curiosity factor, Yellowstone factor, but people are just not going to show up to the second one. So I am giving you Horizon American Saga Part 2. You've spent so much more time thinking about this, this movie this franchise. I've thought about this a long time. but So I, I welcome it. And if it's a hit, if I get wonka on this one, I am happy to say I was wrong. But you know what? I don't think I'm wrong. I'm taking advantage of our Sony rule. Yeah, um, the Sony rule. Sony has three of their kind of lower budget MCU light not, Marvel. No, no, no. Two of them are expensive. Craven the Craven's 130. Oh, well, that's not Marvel. Okay. But and I think Venom is probably maybe Venom yeah. three. But Venom Venom feels like a safe bet. I okay. think it'll I mean, I don't know that it it's not going to be a billion dollar movie, but it'll probably do fine. Yeah, the um, second one did okay. Uh, it actually did very well. 500. Uh, and, and it was considered one of the worst movies of that year. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually torn between <laughs> Ghostbusters and Madam Web, and I'm doing Madam Web. I just, you gotta that, go back. That trailer looks awful. The quote, the How big, dare you bet against Sidney Sweeney? <laughs> it's not Sidney Sweeney, though. This is a Dakota Johnson franchise. And that line in the trailer of her, like when her mom died after investigating spiders, like, I just, you can't take that movie seriously. I want to agree with you. The only thing that might help it is it's coming out on President's Weekend. It's a Valentine's Day weekend as well. So there may be some curiosity. People just kind of checking. It may open is what I'm saying. It might, but I don't know. It's the same time as I think there'll be as much. It'll get an IMAX bump, I guess. Um It'll have like two, three weeks before Dune comes out. No, two weeks two before weeks. Dune. But no, two weeks. Two, two weeks. weeks before Dune. It opens at the. I could see the. But I could see it um, doing having a big opening and then immediately falling off. I could see it getting beat by a Bob Marley movie. Like, yeah. It 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 the response. The, this is not a good thing to base it off. But the response in the theater when I've seen the trailer for that around other people, like people just shut down. Yeah. <laughs> it's become a thing online too. People are making fun of it. Um, yeah. And, uh, and I also think we've seen that superhero movies are not as reliable as they used to be. You look at it and between the two of us, grant that there aren't as many this year, but we only picked two superhero movies and the, the ones that don't feel urgent just tank. Like I got killed. Yes. Partially by giving you Oppenheimer, but I also took the flash and Aquaman, both of which combined made, I think about as like made less money than many of the movies that we picked. So 
yeah, Dakota Johnson fired her agents and went to CAA after this movie, you know, the trailer came out. And I think she's trying to get ahead of what will likely be some blowback for her. All right. Is that it, Craig? Do we have our teams? That's it. I'll, I'll read through them here. So okay. Lucas had the first pick in the draft and he went with Despicable Me 4, Inside Out 2, Joker 2, Dune 2, If... I know, the sequels. I mean, God. I, all the twos. I should have done Beetlejuice 2 and I could have done all second movies. Well, oh, no, you have Despicable Me 4. four sorry. And yeah. then you have uh, The Bomb via Matt is Horizon 2. Horizon <laughs> American, an American Saga 2. Uh, Matt had second pick. He went with Deadpool 3, Wicked Part 1, Mufasa, Kung Fu Panda 4, Beetlejuice 2, and his bomb via Lucas is Madam Web. I got to say, looking at this roster, if I had to, if I had to wager, I would, I would probably, and I actually think I took Lucas's team last year you did. and lost, and I'm going to take Lucas's team again. <laughs> oh, wow. I think Lucas's team has the higher floor. I think Matt's team has the higher ceiling. Yes. I think you have a lot of risks. You have Beetlejuice, Mufasa, Wicked, like th those could go in any direction. I think Lucas with Despicable Me, Inside Out, Joker, and Dune, all four of those feel safe to me. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree with you. However, last year showed us the safe bets are the ones that were middling movies. Yeah, I agree with you that Matt's has more upside. Mm -hmm. Not that people care, but I figured I could take Despicable Me Inside Out and then get Wicked and Lion King because I thought oh, you, you were... can't second guess your choices. No, here. I'm not. I'm I'm in. I think I think the first four I have are all great. Imaginary Friends is a total roll of the dice. You're probably right. It'll end up at 250, but I'll take that giving me like a 150 profit over what I dealt with with Flash last year. Right. So yeah, the outsized expectations are tough to live up to. Um, we left a lot on the table, too. No Godzilla Kong, no Fall Guy, no Twisters, Apes, no Twisters, no Furiosa, no Bad Boys. So if those break out, we're going to feel bad. I also thought you might give me Borderlands, the game adaptation that has been delayed like four separate times. And it's now coming out in August via Lionsgate. Eli Roth directed. I, I don't know what that is. It's a hundred and fifty million dollar. <laughs> it's a hundred really popular video. Game. It's a hundred and fifty million dollar game adaptation with like Kate Blanchett and oh, Kevin Hart giving you that. And yeah. it smells like a bomb to me. And you did not give Same it Same with me. Craven. So if it man. Craven the Hunter. Yeah, they no. did delay that. Um, I mean, yeah, that one. And that one's at one thirty. So yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, Borderlands. That one to me is a sneaky bomb waiting to happen. So, all right, we will see what happens in uh, the box office this year. We'll give an update later in the year. And then the end of the year, I will once again be crowned champion and Lucas will have to take me to dinner somewhere nice or to a Laker game. All right, thank you, Lucas. Thanks, Matt. All right, those are our picks. We will see who does best. We are now off to a bad Sundance movie. Thank you, Lucas. Thank you, producer Craig Horlbeck. Thank you to our editor, Jesse Lopez. And thank you to you. We'll see you later this week with the live show from Sundance. <laughs>